right, hey everyone, welcome to D-Pod. We got a very special episode today. It is uh, the first time we're featuring non-old people. Oh wait, I just looked at Jason and, oh, sorry. <laughs> hey, 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 what am I, <laughs> So we have Jason Guba and Matthew Chang, who are seniors, or fourth years as we like to call them at UChicago, here in our ministry. And they are here today to talk about their experience with Senior Retreat. Welcome, guys. Hello. Hi. All right, welcome to the podcast. So, um, <laughs> Just to go. be clear, when I looked at you, I was actually surprised that we're the first students that you recorded. I thought you would have gotten like, the postgrads oh, already. I see. Oh, this is not because you thought I was in the end. Never mind. <laughs> but you are old, just so we're on the same page here. <laughs> no comment. All right. So why don't we just start with a little bit of an intro, okay? Um I know everyone here, I guess at UChicago, um, knows you, but still, we're going to introduce you. So why don't you guys uh, tell us um, an interesting fact about yourself, and um, preferably something that I don't already know about you, so I learned something new as well. Uh, put you on the spot. You had to do it to us like this, huh? <laughs> okay, I'll start. Um, my name's Jason. I, like DP said, I'm a fourth year. One interesting fact that DP probably doesn't know, I once did a headstand on a bowling alley and I pushed the ball and I got a strike. What? When did that happen? This was in high school. What? <laughs> That's crazy. Do you why, have a video of why that? Why were you doing this? I don't know. We were high school students. We just did <laughs> okay. dumb things. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. What if I asked that to you about things that you've done? I'm boring. I haven't <laughs> done anything. Oh, okay. All right. All right. What's, uh, what's, your, uh, what's your fun fact? Matthew, surprise me. Uh, I'm trying to buy some time here, all right? I feel like you kind of know everything about my life so far. <laughs> well, dang, I know everything that's <laughs> not about Matthew. <laughs> everything interesting, everything yeah, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, why don't you just give us any random fact then? Any random fact, all right. This is my tried and true. Uh, I have a phobia of, of sea creatures, so. And why, why is that? You know, it's a, it's a variety of uh, childhood experiences. That have just it's not it's not palatable to me. Palatable. Wow. Palatable. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. Palatable? Yeah. That, yeah. That nice. sounds that sounds more correct. <laughs> Solid. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you, Matthew. So um so <laughs> these are our um seniors in our ministry and it's it's kinda cool because they just got back from senior retreat, which is uh always a really, really impactful time for a lot of people. And I have uh, good memories from my senior retreat as well. So um could you guys just tell us like what is Senior Retreat? What was that like? Where was it? Just for people who have no idea, like, what that entails. Okay, so, Matthew, why don't you start? Okay, yeah, I guess I will. <laughs> um, it's this yearly annual retreat that we have that's basically only seniors and m maybe some new grads if they missed it the previous year. I don't know. But um, it, it's aimed towards seniors, basically, where you get to meet and greets and deepen connections with some of your peers from other campuses of Grace Point. Um, and the messages and content is aimed largely towards the future, given that you're going to be graduating, hopefully, and transitioning out of college into the working life, hopefully, and, <laughs> you know, how your faith will affect that and mm -hmm. how you should handle the process and just kind of wisdom about the working world. Yeah. Yeah. Anything to add to that, Jason? Yeah. So senior retreat was held in HB in Alameda, where if you don't know where HB is, it's the, I guess, 
I don't want headquarters of Grace Point Ministries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. I just it just feels wrong saying headquarters for some reason. Yeah, it does, it does feel a little weird. <laughs> right? Main building. Yeah, I mean it's the it's the main building where things happen. So yeah. But yeah, it was a time of yeah, just what Matthew was saying, reconnecting with, or connecting with peers. For some of us, reconnecting with other peers that we've met through other trips, such as SLT or Vision, which are were which were domestic mis- uh, mission trips that were held this past summer for a lot of different campuses in various regions. And yeah, it was just a, also a time of like hearing from God's word. Uh, there was a lot of team activities, lots of good food. And yeah, just, mm-hmm. we also had a Q and A session with Pastor Ed and Kelly, which is always That's a good nice. time. It's always yeah. a good time. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and I think everyone knows, but yeah, Pastor and Kelly are, um, like pastor is a senior pastor over uh, all the Grace Point um, kind of network of churches. So, um, so yeah, and if I remember correctly, there were something like 215 seniors there. I that think. is what I was told. Yeah, 215. And from Chicago, you know, so there were you two, and then there's seven from NU, I believe. Yeah. So nine total. And then, you know, some of the staff, Kevin and Emily and Stefan went with you guys. And so, um, yeah, that's awesome. Like 215 seniors across all of Grace Point coming together to worship and get to know each other and, and think about the future together. So, um, so c- can you tell me, like, um, from the retreat, what what's something memorable that happened? Something that ten years from now you'll probably still remember. So, for example, like from my senior retreat, um, the lasting memory that I have that has actually nothing to do with, I guess, the content, um, which was also really you know impactful, but is that we got we were actually at Sierra Lodge, which is a, a lodge up at uh, up by Lake Tahoe mm-hmm. in California, and you know it was our, our Berkeley peer class because we didn't really have many church plants back then, but we got snowed in. We, I think there was, if in my memory, there was like six feet of snow that weekend. Wow, because when we came outside, we could not see the cars anymore, like they were gone. You were able to, I mean, they were not, yeah. I mean, yeah, so we had to like dig ourselves out, we had to dig these trenches. And on the last day, instead of having whatever final session we were going to have, basically all the brothers went outside and we dug all the cars out for like four hours. And so that was like wow. so so fun. It was like amazing, and then we got to use this like snowblower thing, and it was really fun. So that's what I, you know, many years later, that's the first picture that comes to mind when I think of senior retreat. So, wow. is there something like that for you guys? I will let Jason go first this time. So one thing that was unexpected but was also kind of memorable was we were um, singing praise after Pastor Daniel's message on Sunday. And as we were singing, the lights completely cut off. <laughs> Apparently, a fire had like, like it killed the power grid. Base, yeah, exactly. It killed so there the was power a pow- grid. A power outage. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so there was yeah. a power outage for like a couple hours, and then everyone was just like, "Was that meant to happen?" And others tried to sing the song, but there weren't no lyrics, so people were just kind of like <laughs> humming out, to the tune. Out. There was no try there. It happened. It happened. <laughs> but then that kind of like kickstarted the whole like Q and A session and outdoor campfire time with Pastor Ed and Kelly, and that was really fun. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. Well, yeah, quickly uh, just ch- adjusting plans, you know? Yeah. And uh, yeah, so we we heard about the power outage because later that day when you were having the family time, uh, which family time is this, you know, time where basically different people go up on stage and they perform, and it's like a way that kind of, it's like a family. Like you, you call up like, hey, you know, this cousin to go and perform something, you know, it's, it's sort of like that feel. And, and so then we're trying to all call in for that, like we, cause we want to watch, but then 
the system that streams out wasn't working because something got messed up during the power outage. So then we were like frantically clicking like, oh, how come it's not refreshing? <laughs> but then, you know, later on, we were able to watch you guys dance. So oh. it was awesome. Oh, dang. Yes. Yeah, so we saw you. We saw you. We were, we were cheering for you guys from afar. Thank you, Minnesota, for that performance. Yes. that It was, it was awesome. Um, what about you, Matthew? What about me? Oh, yes. I'm not double dipping either. All right. Um, I don't know. We learned how to play Dana Ball. Oh, the first, you know, first oh, night. That was, that was pretty. That was pretty fun. Oh, where did you guys stay? <laughs> yeah, uh, we were just... at uh, Ray and Sheehan's house. Okay, so you got hosted by Ray yeah. and Sheehan. Ray and Sheehan, who used to who planted out here in Northwestern, mm -hmm. but they're uh, serving back in Berkeley now. So you stayed at their house. Yeah. Do they have a Fisher Price hoop? No. So. Um, yeah, for those who don't know, Dana Ball is named after Dana House, which is one of the Berkeley Single Bros houses. And the game is basically there is a hoop of some kind and a ball, like a volleyballish ball of some kind, and there are teams, and you just get the ball in the hoop. Yeah, that's <laughs> the only rules. By by any means necessary. Yeah. Um yeah. there was no hoop, but we did have those like um seat cushions. Uh huh. <laughs> so we use one of those. Well, how does that? How does that? Uh, it has ooh. like the 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 kind of slope, right, for the the contours, the the shape, and so the ball oh. just kind of. So you just have to get the ball onto that. Yeah, thing. yeah. Oh. Basically, that's really interesting. Wow, it was it was a good time. Yeah, it was a good seems time. like good late night fellowship. Yeah. I was really bad at it. Oh yeah, yeah. we had just got we had just gotten back from a late night in and out. And, oh, I see. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, man, I have I have so many stories about Dana Ball that um, I probably am not going to share on this podcast. But I heard it's banned now. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's not banned. I mean, you know, it's just it's like a it, it's, the an wall inherent, it's right? an inherently it's an inherently dangerous game because it's very physical and it's basically an excuse. Like we call it Dana Ball, but it's basically wrestling, right? So, I mean, yeah, it's just like yeah. So, anyways, we had we had a lot of fun with that our senior year for sure. Uh, when I actually used to live at Dana House, so. Uh, one of the original perpetrators of Dana Ball. So, um, <laughs> all right. Well, okay. So those are some memorable moments. Um, now, kind of let's talk about, you know, like either the messages or the content, right? Because a big part of any of our retreats, right? Like, you know, along with the fun and the relationship building is kind of hearing from God's word and, and seeing, okay, how is God addressing me, right? Uh, depending on what I am going through. And and like you were mentioning earlier, like senior retreat, it's it's special because all the seniors are thinking about the future, right? Here, here, a lot of people, you know, kind of came to our church, became Christian here or made some serious rededication, you know, within the kind of safe confines of college, you got to kind of live that out. But now it's the real world, mm -hmm. right? And the, the the possibilities are endless. And, and here you are, now you have to, decide what you're going to live for. And so in that way, it feels like, I don't know, senior issue sometimes feels like it's a, a big deal. So mm -hmm. I'm just curious, like, how did, how did God speak to um, you two uh, during this time? Was there a particular message or like a testimony that stuck out to you? Mm -hmm. So I guess to just give a brief overview of some of the content we engaged with during senior retreat, we went over Psalm 73 we went over kind of like a brief history of Acts 2 and how it applies to our church. And we did some uh, Lord of the Rings Bible study, which we watched Lord of the Rings and Pastor Ed would sometimes interrupt to talk about the Christian themes that was intended by the author during those times. And 
We also heard a message from Pastor Daniel. Matt, do you remember what that was on? That was the one about the priorities and the two masters. Right. And then for the final day, we had, we talked about kingdom cause and crew, which I heard was coined by Greg Steer. And Mm -hmm. through that, we watched some video testimonies. We actually watched the Rise 2020 testimony. (laughs) What's your own testimony? (laughs) featured the Chicago bros and Jeff B and I. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of awkward to watch. (laughs) (laughs) You've been in that situation multiple times where you're sitting through your own testimony. They're like, what are you taking away from this? And I was like, yeah, Jason, what are we learning from this? (laughs) And we also had... uh, Testimony from Noah, mm. which was very impactful. I think it dealt with like a lot of like conceptions about the church and I guess kind of like some of the vision that the staff have for us and how things aren't necessarily black and white in our church and there's like a lot of gray areas. So mm. yeah, I think overall there was a lot that we were personally addressed by. I think for me personally, what I really took away from well, Psalm 173 or sorry, not one, Psalm 173, but Psalm 73 is verse 26. It says that my flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. And I think one question that I personally really had to wrestle with before, actually during senior retreat was, is Christ going to be enough for me? Mm. Because I think coming into senior retreat, I was super hyper-focused on like academics and graduating. So I think there's a lot of implications with like job and like career. And I think just really wanting to maximize my potential, especially since I'm, I have the privilege of being at an elite university like UChicago. But I think at the end of the day, what I really had to wrestle with was, yeah, amidst all like the trials and tribulations, is Christ going to be enough for me? And I, am I going to trust God's plan for my life mm. rather than like, I guess, trying to pursue my own like flesh and desires? Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when you're in the middle of the, all the stress, it just seems like that's all you can see. You know, it's like, I mean, here, here's school and here's this, this enemy that is you Chicago that is uh, preventing me from having <laughs> this thing that I want called graduation <laughs> or whatever it is, right? However that works out for you. And, um, and, and then the, sometimes that's all we can see. Right. And then maybe through times like this, you get to kind of zoom out and see once again, wait, wait, that's not all there is. There's God. And, uh, what is, what does that mean for my life? Yeah. And, hmm. Like maybe I should not be as anxious as I am. Right. I mean, I still need to do the school thing, but, um, yeah, like, like you were reading, Right? My flesh and my heart may fail. I mean, that's going to happen for all of us, right? Like we're all going to die one day. Our flesh and our hearts are going to fail, but God is going to continue to be the strength of my heart and my portion forever, no matter what happens. So yeah, appreciate you sharing that. Yeah. What about for you, Matt? Yeah. Um, I think for me, I felt very convicted by the message about priorities hmm. that Jason mentioned. Um, it really focused on, you know, there's that Bible verse that goes, uh, you can have either God as your master or money as your master, but you can't have both. Mm. And um, that's something, you know, we've heard a lot in just our normal sermons and Bible studies, and it intuitively makes a lot of sense. But senior retreat, the message there kind of zoomed in on that and what it would really look like practically by using this image of maximization, which was focused on like, okay, 
So you have like a solar system, right? And there's something in the middle of the star and then everything else is orbiting around it. Um, <clears throat> and that's going to be your master. And so I think for me, it's pretty easy to be like, oh yeah, God is my master. Um, but, but what does that actually look like in your life? Like, are you actually managing to successfully live that out? Hmm. Um, and so it's not like, oh yeah, what is your master? But like something is in the center of that solar system, right? And so it, it's a question of what that is. Um, and you can tell based on, you know, what are you sacrificing and to what end are you sacrificing that for? And I think that's a very, very stark and easy to visualize example. There's never a time where it's like, oh, that's just not relevant right now. Like there's always something in the center of your life. Yeah. And you have to constantly keep a, an eye on that and mm -hmm. kind of monitor how you're living your life and what that looks like. And I thought that was very relevant, especially since, you know, we're graduating, right? And our lives are going to expand past academics and graduation and yeah. just so many more things are going to enter that solar system that it's going to be very chaotic. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's really good because, yeah, I, I think part of what I'm hearing is that, you know, it's, it's one thing to say, you know, God is Lord and master over my life. But I, you know, another thing we say often is that uh, our hearts are our idol factories. Like we just generate things that we want apart from God all the time. Right. And so constantly being mindful of that. Right. Okay, man, is there something that recently has recently been taking over my heart, you know, instead of God. Right. And that's the question that we need to always be asking. Right. Um, yeah. Especially in your senior year and then and then going forward after that, too. It's not like that goes away. Right. Like, right. you know, even for me, I've been Christian for many years now or whatever. But like I see my heart is an idol factory. Right. Like I want things apart from God. And, you know, and it's a matter of identifying that more quickly, I think than before so all right well um let me ask you this okay what's something about um because i i think that part of what senior retreat or kind of any of these like grace point wide gatherings does is sort of it gives you a picture into the larger church um that we're mm -hmm. a part of right because you know obviously all you, all you guys mostly see is chicago here and and the you know 40 50 something people that we have here so what's something is there something you learned about our church because because i think that you I I have actually never experienced what you guys experience in terms of coming from a really like as a student coming from a really small church plant too because you know I was always at the largest church right yeah. so um so yeah anything else that kind of struck you about being with kind of the I know it wasn't like a thousand person event but yeah. you know it's 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 a good group it's like a two hundred fifty person event where you're getting to know people from all over the nation so I think I was just kind of reminded of the blessing of having. A church and I think we hear a lot of stories where I think pastors are kind of at awe about our church and like how I guess the scalability of our church because it's kind of crazy to think that we have like what's it thousands of postgrads all over the nation trying to um, start up a church and yeah I think it's kind of evident based on like the different amount of students that we're seeing from different campuses and I think for me, I was just kind of reminded that, wow, I'm not trying to do Christian life alone. Mm -hmm. Like there's other senior students that are struggling with their own personal, um, I guess, worries about post-grad, but they still want to try to uh, live a life following Jesus. And I mean, that's not to say that most seniors feel that way because I did have a conversation with someone towards the end of their retreat where they were kind of um, 
yeah, they were uh, unsure if they were going to stick around. I mm-hmm. mean, there's there there are seniors like that, but yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think overall, I was just kind of reminded of, yeah, just the relationships that we have in this church. It's it's a huge blessing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. I think I'll actually piggyback off of that. I think we hear a lot about how the relationships and the fellowship that we have with our fellow church members is um, very integral to to our faith as well as just how we live things out. And, you know, part of the question is like, okay, well, if you're always moving around and changing which church you're at and who you're with, then doesn't that make it hard to form relationships? And the answer is usually like, no, right? Because you all have that kind of central faith. Um, and I guess I really experienced that during this senior retreat. Uh, I'm really talkative and chatty, but I'm also really bad at getting to know new people. Mm. Um, so it was just really easy to, um, talk with everyone. I tried making it a point to sit with nobody that I knew, Mm. um, for each individual meal. And even so there was still a ton of people that just, you know, I was able to talk with, pick up conversations and hold them with for the entire, you know, hour plus break. And, um, yeah, I guess this might also be because Chicago is like very much not like this, but everyone mm-hmm. had a very, <laughs> it was easy to talk with them. You know, it was yeah, like they yeah. had social ability. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, funny. Yeah. Am I hearing you Chicago students aren't social? Mm, uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, compared to the average college student yeah, out there no, in the no, world. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. <laughs> no, but yeah, I think part of, you know, I think, Matt, your experience is that um, I think it's easy to, you find that it's easy to connect with other Christians because you actually have a lot in common. And, you know, it turns out that actually you share your worldview and, and so that then immediately like barriers get lowered, right? Because you're sort of like, oh, like I kind of understand where you're coming from, and 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 then you know I, we don't have to like dance around each other, like like who are you, and you know so so then immediately there's kind of a a meeting of the minds and a meeting of the hearts, and so I, I've definitely experienced that, like you know our, our post grad population at, in our network is uh, at, at the size now where there's plenty of people that I don't know, you know, at any given gathering that I go to, and so but then when I talk to them, it's like wow, like I, you know, I don't know you, but then I kind of know you, like, you know, I, I kind of get where you're coming from. I, I've, I've had that experience too. So, um, all right, cool. Let's, um, let's land the plane now. Okay. So, mm. so kind of summing up everything you experienced at the, at the senior retreat, what's a, an advice or like an exhortation that you would give to your pre retreat self? Um, and I guess this is also kind of combined with like, what's like, you guys are seniors in our ministry and, you know, we have younger ones. And so as you think about them also, like, what is the advice or exhortation that you would want to give them? And, and maybe you can combine those into one awesome piece of advice or exhortation. <laughs> I feel like I feel like that's expecting a little a little bit much of us. <laughs> of me at least. <laughs> you got this. You got this. I believe in you guys. I believe in Jesus. And uh, he will he will pull through here. <laughs> <laughs> Take a quick 30 seconds to do a quick prayer. Uh, all right, Jason, you want to go first or uh Oh man. So I think the advice or exhortation I would give to my pre-retreat self was Man, don't take your academics so seriously. 
<laughs> I mean, like, so this is coming from like a background where like I was devoting like every single like minute and like honestly, like I rec- I I felt like I was like kind of like sacrificing time building relationships just so I can I don't know like focus on like that one assignment or get that like one reading done, but I think like um. But yeah, I guess that's why I would tell myself because especially since I know that I was kind of um, idolizing graduation and like trying to like get a job that I was kind of like super like tunneled vision into like this one objective and it didn't really leave room for God in my own heart. So yeah, I think just not being so focused on mm. academics that like you're so like you're not focusing on other areas mm. in your life that you want to grow in mm. yeah mm. yeah and, and it's not like people should just stop with academics or something but it's sort of a matter of um what you prioritize yeah, what matt yeah, was saying yeah and, and and like the kind of inability to do anything else right because you're so wrapped up in in this one thing yeah right yeah so yeah that's good yeah. okay uh i guess i'll as usual, springboard off of Jason's great point and make a slightly tangential <laughs> side point. Um, I, I think uh, something that was really hammered in and that you know is really central as a whole to our our church is that the church is first and foremost the group of people, um, and it's a community. And a big part of Christian living is you know you do life together, and. I don't know, to live life together, to have them help support you and build you up and for you to give back in that way, you have to actually engage with that community. Um, so kind of like Jason said, yeah, you know, you. Um, I, I think to really, I don't know how to put this, get the most out of, I guess, the church community or to really build up that base relationship and help help build up those relationships and ultimately help build up your own faith as a result um, you do have to spend time with these people, as crazy as it sounds. <laughs> I mean, um, again, this might just kind of be the U Chicago in me that this is supposed to be advice for someone. But like, yeah, um, if you're not feeling particularly, um, you know, spoken to at a given point, or your faith is feeling a little weak or you have some doubts or questions like it's a community of people. You know, you can talk about that kind of thing. So I think my overall like. <laughs> advice I would give to those younger than me is to really hone in on those relationships that you're building uh, during your time here with our church. I think it's kind of a beautiful picture that we have at our church where a lot of our churches or a lot of our relationships, excuse me, are based on covenantal relationships. Like you and me, we're both at this elite university. We're struggling. We're also trying to faithfully follow Jesus while repelling all of Satan's lies and deceptions from the world. And I think I was just kind of reminded of how this military term we coined battle buddies, where we're trying to do life together. We're trying to hold each other accountable. And yeah, I think the reality is you don't, you don't get a picture of those that kind of relationships outside of postgrad um well I, this this is speaking in like in like the secular sense mm-hmm. 
So yeah, I think it's just a beautiful picture we have of like, yeah, just having like these covenantal relationships. And I think that was one thing for me personally that like I was reminded of because yeah, just like my relationship with Matt I know, like, sometimes we don't, like, really get along. Whoa, but, um, whoa. <laughs> oh, re really? I don't know. It needs to be. <laughs> but, like, I mean, like, but, yeah, this sense of, like, being, like, loyal to Matt and, like, trying to be there for one another as we try to do Christian life. And, yeah, just for me learning how to, like, love and, like, love him as, like, a brother, mm -hmm. as a fellow Christian brother rather than just, like, a friend yeah. is just something that's, like, yeah, I think I was just reminded of. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, thanks for sharing, guys. Um, any um, any questions for me? About? About anything? Anything? I don't know. Just uh, just just for fun? For funsies. Just, just for fun. I mean, I have you here, and you, you, I'll give you the floor. What was one question you always wanted to ask Pastor Ed and Kelly um, during your time in undergrad? Or I guess like I so, guess what was one one question that you asked Pastor and Kelly that you really wanted an answer to? Um, oh man. Uh, wow, I'm like actually <laughs> blinking out. You stumped me. Uh, <laughs> Dang it. ladies and gentlemen, we got him. <laughs> what is a question that I had for Pastor and Kelly when I was a student? It was probably something like, how come, how come we do certain things a certain way? Or, you know, I'm naturally kind of a rebellious person, actually. So, oh, really? Yeah, I, I just don't say it very much because, um, I, I don't say the things that I think because I'm very practiced in not saying it because I also had really, really strict parents. <laughs> I see. Very yeah, true. I see. Yeah. There's a difference between someone's rebellion and their uh, ability to um quiet that voice. So, mm. but then a lot of people were like that. So then a lot of people asked really good questions during Q and A. So then. I never felt like I, I actually I don't think I ever submitted a question to Q&A. I oh, think no. that's why I'm having a hard time with this question because I don't think <clears throat> I ever submitted anything. I didn't either. So, yeah. I yeah. Did. I always just benefited from other people's really good questions. So, oh. yeah. Yeah. I think that's my, my answer. My All answer right. is that I didn't ask anything. Cool. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> nice. Thanks, guys. Well, right. uh, that's it for Depot today. And we'll do the outro music. Let's go. Bye, guys. Ciao. All right. Thanks, guys, for uh, listening to our latest Depot episode. And, uh, yeah, we'll probably uh, start featuring more students soon. All right. That's it. Bye-bye.